0: What is happening, Doctor Watkins? Hey, good morning. Good afternoon. <laughs> happy Kwanzaa.
1: <laughs> okay, happy Kwanzaa.
0: Uh, what's happening, my friend?
1: What a day! What a what a you know. There's so much in the world that's going on, and it's, we seem so far away from it. We are, but uh, this whole thing in really, Ukraine. I hadn't heard
0: anything. What's going on?
1: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> what are you watching, Sesame <laughs> Yes. No, Bluey. Oh, Bluey. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Russia has invaded Ukraine and, uh, you know, I mean, I think that I'm happy that it's uh, President Biden and not uh, not the former administration
0: or any part of that. former. Let's administration. get into that for a second, because, I mean, this guy, Trump, you're referring to, uh-huh. he won't really go away as far as media presence, even though he was they were, you know, attempted to cancel him from Twitter. Uh, and every other social media platform, the news, true. the news outlets refuse to cover him.
1: Yeah, what's this new media thing? True, oh,
0: true lies. Yeah, true
1: lies. That's what they should. That's follow. what he should have called it. He's got a new, a new Twitter-like platform, but but they've had to postpone the opening twice because there's nobody involved with that that knows how to run. A I can't platform.
0: follow that. I right, like a year ago, he launched it and then took it back. Took it back and then he launched another one. Took it back. I thought he, I thought it was up and running.
1: It's not running. Kate. How did,
0: how is this thing worth any money? Aren't they saying it's already worth a billions of dollars? Well, I mean, you know,
1: in the, I mean it's overcapitalized, you know. It's they're they're overstating. The problem is there's nobody I mean apparently maybe people from Rumble, that platform are involved in some way because nobody that's officially um in, you know, officially associated with it um is is it uh, doesn't know anything about it? What, what are they just it? buying
0: stock in the company?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, you know, I guess because they think it's going to, because it's associated with Trump, they think there's going to be some, but it could, you know, could easily fail.
0: So these kind of things are not. That's easy. kind of brilliant though, because is you, can, well, if you're just looking to make money, you buy <laughs> stock in this true lies media platform <laughs> and then you're worth all kinds of money and then you sell it. Um, maybe. I mean, I think it's better than crypto at this point. I think
1: how's crypto doing? By the way? is it? Um, well, um, everything. You know, I see Bitcoin, Ether set uh, down six percent or something. Down a hundred. Um, it's uh, you know, they point out that all these things were down, went down before they went back up. Bitcoin, yeah, they're, they're everything's down. Yeah, so well, we're on the brink of World War Three. <laughs> so. I mean, uh, I think that. Uh, what do you
0: think would have happened? This was your, you know, yeah, your opening comment. Yeah. But what do you think? I can what, see how what, it
1: can't be when, when there's a war in Europe starting. I this know, morning. but
0: what do you think would be different if Trump was in office versus Sleepy Joe?
1: Well, um, <laughs> I mean, he was he was actively trying to dismantle NATO um, uh, to help out his friend Putin. Um, so it's really hard to say, right? And even now. What's left of the Trump media machine and some of the nimrods like uh, Tucker Carlson or Mike Pompeo are actively supporting.
0: Well, Trump himself didn't. There's a blurb about a comment he made about crediting Putin, that he's got a great military and he's doing something very courageous by putting his best units uh, on the border and this was a couple days ago. Oh my God. Did you hear this?
1: You know I, I have really disconnected from any um, Trump news. I'm not listening to the left uh, to the Good for you. Yeah because I mean they talk about him more I you know as we approach future elections 22 and 24 I, I'm, I'm fr- afraid that you know, the media side of things that I agree with are going to make the same stupid mistakes they made before and talk about him every goddamn day and give him billions of dollars in free advertising. So um, I'm trying to just stay clear of his nonsense. But do you think if really you involved. boycott
0: the liberal media that well, that's going to make an impact? I I'm, don't
1: know, but I'm already indoctrinated. <laughs> I'm already brainwashed. I don't need any more brainwashed. Right. So, um, so I'm a little, little out of what he's saying. I, I have been watching this, um, international situation and trust me, I, I don't really listen to Biden when he makes speeches and stuff. You can't, it's, <laughs> I, it's
0: intolerable. So. You just have to go read it later.
1: <laughs> I gave you that one. That's a, that's a present from me to you. Um, but, you know, because I consider this pretty damn important, I've been listening and I'm just grateful that we have actual, diplomats, statesmen, people that know what the hell they're doing, and not a bunch of fools uh, running the show. And and who knows what could have happened. I mean, at any moment, um, every day was a crisis. Every day for four years was a crisis, right? An
0: actual crisis or something Trump created?
1: Well, a Trump-created crisis 99% of the time. I mean, along the way, there were a couple of crises. Like you
0: don't mean – you know, where's my McDonald's crisis? You mean. <laughs> no,
1: that's his crisis. <laughs> I don't think there are enough of them in that part of Florida. Um, but, I, you know, on a different kind of a different subject, it, and maybe this is because of what I'm not watching on television, but it surely seems like he's fading more and more from the central thing here. I mean, other other people are more in the limelight. Like Tucker Carlson, no, the idiot from Texas, Cruz Cruz. Um, I mean, other names. That's
0: because effectively, Trump has already been canceled. You know, literally and figuratively, right. he's he's he was removed from office by the voters. An official, yep. free and fair election, of course. <laughs> I don't think anybody <laughs> wants him back. And he's he's off Twitter, and his two own social media platforms have failed to launch. So he's effectively been canceled. Yep. But. You know, now that's the the liberal left's attempt to cancel, you know, Tucker and Cruz and everybody else because they still have a voice. So that's the machine that you see before. you. Well,
1: they're going to cancel those guys. Of course. They don't stop
0: until they get their way. They're hungry for power (laughs) in a different way.
1: I think it's free enterprise. I think that um, the more you know, you've said this a million times and I, I, I am giving it the credit I think it's due. Better to hear these nutbags and you know the 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 drivel that, that Tucker Carlson puts out or Mike Pompeo. Better not to censor it and, and hear it and judge it for what it is.
0: Yeah. Um, and but again, just look. You want to see? So I'm sorry to interrupt you. That's uh, right. Biden's popping on. You want to pull up his audio for a minute?
1: Just for a second.
2: Without necessity, this is a premeditated attack. Vladimir Putin has been planning this for months, as we've been saying, all along. He moved more than 175,000 troops, military equipment positions along the Ukrainian border. He moved blood supplies into position and built a field hospital, which uh, tells you all you need to know about his intentions all along. He rejected every good faith effort the United States and our allies and partners made to address our mutual security concerns through dialogue to avoid needless conflict and avert human suffering.
0: Duh.
1: for weeks. I have a question for, for you. And yeah. do you would you rather that we were responding to this aggression by Putin in Ukraine by sending in troops to militarily support Ukraine uh or are you glad that it's like that's off the table and the only trigger is a uh, you know incursion into a NATO country?
0: Man, that's a complicated question, and uh, if I answer it with my comedy hat on, I might give you a different answer. But and I and I was prepared to talk about this, especially yeah. when you brought up Trump and the fact that circumstances could be different if yeah. Trump was, you know, in office versus Biden.
1: Yeah, we could already be in a ground war. We
0: could be, and and I don't want that. So I'll just come out of the gates by saying that I don't want that. I don't think we should have that. But I also don't think that it's necessarily off the table. It's off the table today uh but it doesn't mean we won't find ourselves there. I mean, how long did the United States stay out of World War II officially until we were provoked? Yeah. You know, it was a couple of years. So, you know, anything can happen. And of course, you and I have been talking about this issue uh for several weeks, maybe longer. Um and the real variable in the question is, you know, China and what they might do and, you know, because that's really Putin's only ally at this point. And you have long thought and speculated that, you know, China is going to sit by and watch to see the U.S. and other Western nations' actions against Russia to see what they might be able right. to get away with, like in Taiwan. Right. So, I mean, I clearly don't want that. What I th- in my fantasy world, why can't we send in one of these CIA fuckers, you know, this, like, MI6 or whatever, <laughs> and Russia? just snipe him out? Like, we don't need a ground war. Why can't we do what they do in the video games, what I see Tom Cruise do? I actually think Tom Cruise himself could do this. He does his own stunts in Mission Impossible. send him in. We can he hang could,
1: him from a plane yes. over over Russia until he spots him. I know. Riding around with no shirt on.
0: And he's like a Scientology, you know, whatever they think right. about, you know, Jesusy and whatever's gonna happen to him. There's literally no danger for him to do that. He will survive in an afterlife, he'll come back as His- Well, maybe maybe Tom
1: could bring the Scientology aliens with him. Maybe he could.
0: And that's – so we don't need American boots on the ground. We need Tom's (laughs) Scientology alien troops on the ground.
1: What do you think would happen if we took out Putin? I mean that would create a hell of a vacuum. There's no succession. uh, There's no succession set up. Because there's no intention on anybody's part there to have anybody succeed him, right? He's the ruler for life, much as uh, Xi is in China. Which, by
0: the way, and both of those two examples are relatively new because they have uh, operated under the the facade of of an elected democracy. But both Putin and Xi in recent – only in the last couple of years, I do believe. You can check me on that. But I believe it's only been the last couple of years that they have done whatever they need to do locally to say, you know what, this is a lifetime appointment and everybody supports it. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't until, you know, I guess a better way to say it, you know, so the Soviet Union collapsed in what, 91? That sounds right. So from 91 until now, there have been a couple of elected Russian presidents that did not serve for life. You know, Putin served. Once before, I believe, and then was out, and then came back in, and then made himself the czar.
1: Right, yeah. <laughs> the czar. Yeah, I, I, I think Z has a much more powerful, protected position than Putin does. I mean, Putin is the the head of this state because he's the head of the crime family, right? Every all every oligarch and the wealth of every oligarch in, connected with Russia leads directly to Putin, and they all owe. Whatever they have to him, and none of them can operate independently of him. But unlike the people in China, the the the, the indoctrination is a little different. I mean, there there is there remains a chance that the people of Russia uh, and the Eastern Bloc countries, you know, may not they could they could object. I mean. It is possible that Putin can overstep. He's not all powerful at this time. Um, if he and, and you know, are the people of Russia going to rise up and protest a little bit? Maybe they're going to get their asses handed. To yeah. Him, what can they do for that? Right. But um, but they could still do it and he can overstep. So if he goes into Ukraine and slaughters people for no apparent that's, reason, that's that's
0: ma- I hate to say it. It's got to be just a matter of days before that happens.
1: Well, I mean, people are going to get slaughtered, but I think it depends how. It, there's 44 million people in Ukraine, so I mean, he can kill a lot of people before it becomes a, a a genocide. But all it doesn't really even have to become that; it has to just appear to have that appearance. So he's pretty shrewd, right? I'm not a I'm not a Putin fan. I'm not a fanboy like all these other fuckwads in there. In- but but
0: I have to say, I love the gamesmanship here because putin he has maintained this you know stone cold Ugh. face uh and you know he's been saying i'm not going to do this of course why would we do this and then what does he do he says uh well there's uh what is he Ru- russian separatist yeah. groups within ukraine yeah. and we uh you know so th- they're sovereign and we need to go protect those people yeah. and
1: there's he's claiming ukraine has been committing genocide against russian-born yes. ukrainians in the Donbas, that that eastern region, uh, with with a couple of separatist areas that he has now declared, de, you know, claim uh, declared that they're sovereign nations. I don't remember the two names, of them, right? But, um, I mean, you know,
0: but the and they, I also they like
1: killed anybody, right? So it's just right. so ridiculous. But
0: I also like this, you know, strategy from the Biden perspective, and I try to point out, yeah. I always try to be honest and point out where I think the Biden administration or Democrats in general should get credit. And I don't have too many examples of these because, of course, Democrats' solutions to solving problems are terrible. So what what are you going to (laughs) give Biden credit for? Well, I'm going to give him credit for in the last several weeks, he kind of has been releasing information, essentially talking about Putin's plan. Yeah. Saying all along what he was going to do before he did it. Yeah. And I thought, you know, at the time you're like, okay, well, what is this? But but as you start to see it unfold, it was his way of of trying to get out in front of the Russian propaganda so that, you know, Putin couldn't use that as his reason or or justification for invading Ukraine.
1: Yeah. And as recently as on the way here, I heard commentary that 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 is turning out to have been a good plan. I think so. The openness. I hate to use the term but the transparency exhibited by the US government in relation to releasing intelligence which is the
0: opposite of what we've done for 200 years <laughs>
1: well, and especially for the prior four years I mean the, there was no foreign policy or intelligence um unless it was some quack jack from uh, who knows where coming out of you know some conspiracy theory so I mean they're actually working with intelligence they, they probably we are as strong with NATO now as as we have been in the last 70 years. So, so did you hear this? Good the thing.
0: other thing I heard going back, I don't know what how long ago, but it's maybe at the end of Bush and certainly all through Obama – but I, I heard, I've been reading that we, the U.S., has, have made prior commitments to Ukraine in, in the past, so over that period of time, about certain protections, not just providing arms, but, but certain protections that we would guarantee them to protect their sovereignty. Uh-huh. And so you bring up the point, I mean, are we going to have a ground war? But and nobody wants that, but what commitments have we made?
1: Well, the way I understand it, the 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 commitment that you're referring to is that there came a time after the fall of the Soviet Union, and when many of these uh, Soviet bloc countries declared their independence and broke away, break away from the Soviet Union, such as as uh, Ukraine, and they had tons of nuclear weapons in Ukraine. That's right, and they and they
0: agreed to give them give them away, right, give in, them back. In, in with exchange. ours,
1: yeah, and we assured them that hey, you won't need these nuclear weapons to ensure your your Safety. independence from Russia. So, um, what do you
0: make of that? Well,
1: I mean, it. You know, here's how it works with NATO: until you're in, you're not in. <laughs> and, and then why
0: would we have made that assurance?
1: Well, I think that our plan was to bring them in. Well, we didn't honest. do that. Well, that's this is one of the this is one of the what's the what's the right word one of the. One of the things about U.S. government that can be baffling, I think, to the outside, to the rest of the world, right? There's, you mean we make commitments that we well, don't keep? Well, I mean, the, the possibility is, I mean, we're pretty good about, unless you're Indian, I guess we're pretty good about keeping treaties and things like <laughs> that, but uh, American, Native, Native American, I mean. Um, uh, but if you're, uh, I think that our plan was to bring <clears throat> bring them into NATO, and, and I think that when those, when those, promises regarding nuclear weapons were made, I think there was an overriding desire to get all the nuclear weapons that the Soviet Union had distributed around the Soviet bloc somewhere it better all back into Russia than scattered around where rebel separatist factions can get a hold of them and blow everybody the fuck up with them. Right. right. So, so I think the, the pri- the overriding priority was to get those, those things gathered up and under control and then uh, I think that the the desire at that time was to bring Ukraine into the into NATO, and I think they wish they were in there now. It's only been eight years, right? That there was a prior to that, and when all that was going on, it wasn't Zelensky and the and the uh, uh, the current government, right? It was a puppet regime from Russia, and they were the, the people rose up and there was a coup and they threw them out, and the Zelensky government is the result. and And I think that's the main reason that Putin. Gives a shit about Ukraine. I mean, apparently, Ukraine is the breadbasket of Europe or of Eastern Europe. I'm not sure. They well, and that's
0: obviously his fear. He doesn't want a neighboring country to be in NATO. And that's what he said all along and why he's justified. Remember when he was just building up troops against the border? That was his justification, is because, you know, he wants to make sure that they're not admitted to NATO. But, you know, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Fuck that guy.
1: Well, I mean,. This going back to what you said about about the Biden administration, you know, releasing a lot of information about the intelligence that we had acquired regarding, you know, possible uh, plans that Putin had for this whole situation. The main thing is that to get people to understand that NATO is not is not the military arm of an aggression policy it's defense and it it always is and it always has been and i would think it always will be
0: well i said something before a couple weeks ago and i think i was mistaken um where i believe i said that russia had some veto power about admittance to nato but that's not true it was it's the u.n the UN, i think and uh and so and i believe that they have some lifetime you know they're one of the few countries one of four or five that have a veto power that was built into uh, Isn't it the Security Council or something?
1: I, yeah, something, something like, like that for and the I U.N., but for NATO. Follow, you know, the U.N. has become so relatively useless. <laughs> I'm not a big U.N. hater. I mean, I think the concept is good, and uh, I, I'm sure there's been and continues to be value. But um, I just think that um, Russia doesn't give a shit what the U.N. says. They they play the politics of associated course. with the U.N. to the point that they think they need to, um, you know, it just doesn't. NATO is more important to me by far than the United Nations. Um, and, and, you know, here's the great part. Putin is calling number of his troops going into the Donbass region peacekeepers. We're sending in peacekeepers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and isn't that what I think that's what Trump commented on, too, you know, that uh, he's, he's sending in these great, fabulous peacekeepers to do this wonderful job. Uh, what is he saying now? No mistake,
2: freedom will prevail. Thank you. God bless the people of a free and democratic Ukraine. May God protect our troops. Does he or does
0: he not take questions? Oh, he is. Dare we listen to these? Yes, sure. Do you have any plans to speak with President Putin at this point, and what interactions have you had with the Russian government?
2: I heard the first part. Do I have any plans to speak with Putin at this point, and what?
0: What communications have you had with the Kremlin as far as... Uh, military operations in Ukraine and making sure this does not spiral into a larger conflict.
2: Well, it's a large conflict already. The way we're going to ensure it's not going to spiral to a larger conflict is by providing all the forces needed in the Eastern European nations that are members of NATO. NATO Article is more five. united than it's ever been. So we're going to have no
0: plan. We're going to show up in every other country. We're there. I mean, uh, we're I know
1: sending people in uh,
2: Wall Street Journal. I think that
1: uh, my my biggest hope here is that. Um, I mean, I think he's gonna do whatever he's gonna do in Ukraine. He's, he's put you all- You know what else
0: I'm struggling with? What? Is not calling it the Ukraine.
1: It's not the Ukraine, it's Ukraine.
0: I know, it is Ukraine. Yeah, that's the correct way, I understand. Yeah. But it's like, I, you know, the, the Beatles. The Who. <laughs> the pink floyd is there another country
1: is there another country it's not the poland i don't think so it's not the slovenia um yeah it's not the ukraine i know a friend of when you say it's the ukraine the ukraine it
0: makes more sense than ukraine there
1: there are certain
0: um we need to uh, use grammarly
1: yeah there are some grammarly things where you can say that but i think you can say the ukrainians if you're talking about that but it's ukraine not the ukraine um I think my biggest hope here is that the the, the the fact that I think that the unity demonstrated by NATO and the other European um, allies and our Asian allies is is really the most important part of this. Um, I think Putin's going to do whatever he's going to do in Ukraine. He's put the resources there. He could invade the entire country. You know, what but I read that he money. basically can't. He, I,
0: You know, you said that. The Ukraine has about 44 million people, and I don't think Putin has millions and millions of military soldiers to send in there. From what I read, I don't think he could actually occupy the entire country. No, no. Country. He,
1: his, his goal is not to occupy the country. His goal is to topple the
0: government. Well, now you sound like him. That's what he said. Yeah,
1: that's, well, that's his goal. I mean— <laughs> He wants Zelensky out What's of the
0: difference? If you actually toppled the government and, yeah. and you take it over, haven't you effectively done the same thing?
1: Well, I mean, I think there's a difference between, you know, invading the country and subjugating 44 million people to your will against their will and um, – systematically shrewdly strategically going in and decapitating the ukrainian government and taking over the
0: command and control but i view it as the same thing if you effectively take over the government and remove their prior representative government it's the same thing
1: um well i mean i think that then you see you will see the stalin tactics that we haven't seen for such a long time but i don't think he's going to need to do any of that i mean um it's it's not a sure thing. I mean, we've pumped a lot of weapons and stuff into into Ukraine. Um, it, it it to physically occupy that country or take it over in that way militarily will exact a pretty heavy toll on them. And then we don't know what the other country. I mean, let's say he completely takes over Ukraine. Is this
0: the dude that Biden hates? I don't know. A worthy adversary. News
2: at the time. He was, I made it clear as an adversary, and I said he was worthy. I didn't underestimate him, and I've read most of everything he's written. Did you read the, I shouldn't say, I'm not a you know, wise guy. The, you you heard the speech he made, almost an hour's worth of speeches, why he was going into Ukraine. He has much larger ambitions in yeah. Ukraine. He wants to, in fact, reestablish the former Soviet Union. That's right, yeah. That's what this is about. And I think that his, uh, his ambitions uh, are... Are completely contrary to the place where the rest of the world has arrived.
1: That's it, buddy. Shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, a wise guy. Yeah, I know.
1: Is this a? Is that guy a fox? Reporter? I think it's Fox.
0: Yeah, that's why I pulled him up yeah. because they they have a uh, a history of these two. Dude, yeah,
1: I like they take that mask off and punch him in the
0: nose. At least he's wearing it. That other broad took her mask off. Is she? Listen. Covid is over
1: here. It's it's over in Orange County, right? Am yeah, I right? it's over everywhere. It's been is over it?
0: since 2020. Is it?
1: I've been going. I am going back now. I have gone back. Not to switch gears here completely, but I have. Uh, I am now going into Orange County business establishments that if they put a sign up that says "Please wear a mask," you'll turn I, around. I, 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 no, I'll wear the mask. I, I want the Mexican food or whatever I'm going <laughs> in for. But uh, they're all down. I haven't run into a place this week that had a. Man, I went to people the bank are yesterday. over. It. I think so. I mean, I think so. I think that um, um, L.A. is making a fool of themselves, and what a surprise that is, right? Hey, guess what? Have you seen who's running for mayor? Mayor Yoga Pants is going to. Was he going to be the ambassador
0: to? No, he was Pakistan or someplace. Yeah, but he turned that down. He did. Uh, unless the offer's back on the table.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I thought he. And was, he should have taken that job. Where was it? Was it? I think it was what? something, Stan. It was it was it was a, it was a stand for you sure. You fuck a stand. It, it was, was you fuck a stand. Yes. <laughs> it, it was one of the fuck a stands for oh sure. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> anyway, there's a couple of uh there's a couple of or at least one billionaire now running that, you know, he's not going to yeah, take any money yeah. from anybody. Caruso or something. He's a uh, um, He's a real estate guy, I think. Yeah. And he's going to Here's what I'm going to tell you. In LA, whoever whoever claims whoever makes the biggest claims about solving ho- homelessness in la is going to win doesn't mean they're going to fix it this is for mayor you're saying this is for mayor i think that the that there's a single issue uh on the minds now, of voters yeah. in la and it's homelessness i mean you know i don't know how much you see of it and i don't go downtown la for any reason anymore and um yeah i don't either yeah so uh uh, unless I'm going there for some, in, you know, to get somewhere else for some intensely personal, uh, entertainment purpose or something, I'm not going. And work never dra- you know, drags me down there. So, um, I don't see it that much, but when you do get down to LA and get around the city streets, it's fucking ridiculous. Well,
0: can we send all the homeless to Ukraine? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> what is the solution?
1: Teach them to speak Russian and send them to
0: the Donbass. Do you remember? Uh, back when your buddy, Rudy Giuliani, oh my God, was the mayor of New York City, yeah, America's uh, I, mayor, I believe that was one of his big platforms. This is going back what two thousand something like that yeah, probably he was the mayor. because he was the mayor of nine yeah. eleven yes mayor of nine
1: eleven <laughs> <laughs> here's my legacy I'm the mayor everybody of 9/11. has a
0: nickname <laughs> you know mayor yoga pants mayor nine eleven
1: that's a good one that's what we should have been calling him. Is he in jail yet?
0: I'm not sure he's sweating somewhere.
1: <laughs> My hair dye running
0: down his face. He's another guy. I mean, if we're going to talk about incarceration in this country, which we have, and all the drug crimes, you know, and you take that mm-hmm. down the race trail and all that. Yeah. Do we really need to throw a guy like Rudy Giuliani in jail? He's 79 or whatever he is. He's it's going to cost me more to incarcerate him, right. than To just forget just about his him. medication alone. I mean, you got to support these just days. Just
1: his hair dye. You know, you know how hard it is to yes. get hair dye in prison.
0: I mean, go back all the way to one of our very famous podcasts: "Freedom, Freedom, Freedom, Death,"
1: which I refer to frequently.
0: I do too. Yeah, the fans love that. Yeah, I do, and it's it's something that I think is very important to my <laughs> uh, political platform. But go back to. I'm being serious now. Yeah. One of Giuliani's uh, platforms at the time was homelessness, and I think he got a lot of credit f- uh, from people in New York City okay. about how he "quote unquote" cleaned up the homelessness. I don't know what the hell he did. I don't know if he, you know, put him in the backs of vans and took him to New Jersey. I would assume it's
1: worse that it's that it's always been worse in New York than L.A. Um, the homelessness stuff, but I mean this thing in L.A. where they make they take these black truck tarps and blue truck tarps and make these huge cities things. Yeah, on the sidewalk. I mean i i don't I don't remember seeing any pictures of that in New York or anything like that. And we're not seeing it enough uh, because it's, you see it on but TV. But what do you do with very it? Very disc- What do you do with it? You grow a pair of balls and you get these fucking people off the street. I don't care. You know. You know how many. You know how many closed down malls. How many <clears throat> abandoned buildings. How many things there are. I, I don't want people to be mistreated, and I don't want to. It, it, it's not that I don't have empathy; I kind of don't. But, but um, for homeless people, but
0: you're saying throw them in the empty shopping do malls? something,
1: get them off the motherfucking sidewalk.
0: Well, that's interesting because you mentioned like little tent cities. So yeah. there are these massive cities in places like South Africa that I've personally seen, and you've seen them on TV, you know. And if yeah, you've ever I seen think- the movie. District nine. Yeah. I right. That's exactly what it yeah. is. These shanty towns. Yeah. but And they.
1: In Brazil, it's called the favela. Yeah. Right.
0: I mean,
2: they're all over the world.
0: But but even these, like the ones that I have seen in South mm-hmm. Africa, they erect almost a city like area and they are running, they're, they're getting power from the electrical line, from the power poles. I mean, it's not safe and certainly not legal. But they're running power. They're you know using tires and sheet metal and things yeah. to build cities, and there are people who live in those areas that have jobs and go to work, and, and it's it still it's, live in these shanties. Yeah, towns. and it's and it's sad and disgusting to see. Don't get me wrong, but Ugh. that's that's uh, different than people living in you know doorsteps of a commercial buildings.
1: I you know I was driving home uh, on the ninety one, and. On the westbound side of the freeway, there was a signal because there was some kind of big accident. Lots of uh, emergency response for fire trucks, cops, and stuff like that. So as I look at, as I'm passing by that and looking and going, God, I'm glad I'm I'm on this side. And then I look forward, and there's a bunch of black smoke coming up ahead. And so there's a little bit of a turn there, and this is just before the 91 or the 55. And there's a huge scrap. Metal. See, we say
0: the in front of the freeways here. The freeway. We can't say the Ukraine, but we can say the five, <laughs> well, the 55. <laughs> that's a California thing. Yeah, you know. A ca- is it? The yeah, California. The California. They don't say that in well, is the it, North Carolina or they, the South Carolina they say or the, or the cal- Texas.
1: They say the California lifestyle. That's true. So there's a huge scrap salvage recycling plant right off the freeway that runs quite a ways. And there's a street between the freeway and this plant that often has a lot of homeless people, uh, living in vehicles and shit. And and it's hard to tell who's there to get rid of trash and who's living in their trash. Right? So there have been several and particularly one pretty large, uh, mobile home RV kind of thing. So as I drove past it fully engulfed in fire. I mean just in no no no
0: And they didn't trace the matches back to no you. No, please. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's my solution. <laughs> Burn them out, but oh my god, it was a huge fire and um no no uh no fire department anything there yet cuz they're tied up to three blocks down the freeway on this other thing. So I mean, the homelessness is just really I th- I think that um easy now. Um I think that uh Whoever gets a hand, we're not really handling it that good in well, Orange wh- wh- County. Or why?
0: We, why has it gotten so much worse?
1: And it has in the last just couple years. There's dumping. I mean, A big part of it is, um, um, it's an insurance scam on on rehab things around the country. So, a lot of people come out of situations when they hit homelessness. They still have some kind of coverage, or 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 there's some kind of state coverage or something that gets them into. Drug or rehabilitation programs, typically six months uh, programs, and they get them in, and sometimes these are state or city sponsored things, and they get them in to get them off the street and try to get them treatment, and then uh, when their six months runs out, they they turn them loose, and so if they send them to a California facility, they turn them loose in California, or if they send them from you know Kentucky to to Las Vegas facility, then who knows, they end up in Las Vegas what? or California. It, 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 there's a lot of dumping. And what do you it, think,
0: or have you read anything about the homelessness? Is it more drug-related? Is it, uh, you know, mental um, issues? Is, I mean, I know it's both, yeah. but what's what's the driving factor? It,
1: uh, the way I've heard it, in and with my limited interaction with homeless people around our office facility, when there's there's – 40,000 homeless people in Orange County alone. That's nothing to do with L.A. And when there are freeways and freeway overpasses and commercial areas, you're going to have this. But my limited reaction, I break them down into three parts. There are some legitimate people that have fallen through the safety net and are homeless, and they got families or whatever. Uh, then there are there are criminals, right? There are people that are, pre, you know, pre, uh, predators of the other homeless people they're criminals they're selling drugs or they're extorting people or they're providing protection or whatever the hell they're, they're just doing. capitalists yeah yeah that's I jump <laughs> homeless on, capitalism I jump, on, <laughs> <laughs> I jump on trying to get them under that banner and then there are, are the mentally ill and um you know california this goes way back to the 70s or something we killed all the mental health. There are no state-sponsored mental health facilities in California. So, you're either on the street or you're in jail, and and, and neither of those places like at the psych
0: ward is what you're saying, where people well, would actually live in a, you know, in yeah, a.
1: There are no mental institutions to speak of, right? There, 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 like an
0: actual medical facility like Michael Myers, you know that guy from Halloween? <laughs> you know, I've they, never they, watched those. Movies, no. <laughs> You know, back in He the, lived in a mental institution ever in since he was day, a kid. It was and he Her- killed people. And he wore a mask. <laughs> it was
1: Geraldo Rivera that broke the story on a very large, lucrative California mental health scam that was being perpetrated. And and on the back of that and turned public sentiment against publicly or uh, private or public mental institutions per se. And that's it. They they got public sentiment turned against it, and we have nothing. So, Isn't that
0: better than nothing?
1: No, it's not better. Well, you mean having them? Yeah. Well, the the ones that I'm speaking of that Geraldo Rivera were, were involved with were um, criminal, you know, I mean, they were terrible things. But, yeah, it would be good to have something. I mean, not handling the problem at all and just saying, hey, just leave them on the street well this is what happens and when you put all that together and you get the the the, um the chemical um recovery dumping you know that's happening from around the country and trust me i told you when people say hey you know sometimes they gather up these people in other parts of the country give them a bus ticket, and send their ass out to california i don't i don't really doubt that i mean do you have problems seeing somebody and uh Mississippi gathering up some homeless people and sending their ass out of town on a bus. I don't have any problem seeing that. Um, So uh, I think there's a lot to it. But something I think nothing is being done. I mean, I think it's amazing that Garcetti, who I'm not a fan of. Right. I think he's supposed to be a Democrat or something. Of course. But that he has been there this long. And the problem in my mine from what i can see has multiplied it exponentially 10 times over I, it's just so much worse well and
0: l- look at look at places like san francisco and this is actually true and maybe people have seen these stories yeah. nationwide but san francisco over the last couple of years has taken the approach of of caretaking for the homeless by way of giving them what they need like drugs and they literally give them free needles and they defecate on the streets that's a true story and that actually happens you i was just with a woman over the weekend yeah who lives there right. in the city and right. she's like this is actually happening it's fucking disgusting
1: conflating a few things right i mean providing providing addicts with clean needles is a control method to to help stop the spread of disease
0: um, associated with you know uh with but it's, <laughs> if, drug if if that's a strategy it's which whatever what I, I i can be convinced that okay. that's fine but if it's a strategy it's only half of the solution because you're not providing an environment to do that and you're well, not setting ground rules well
1: here's the thing if you if you if you have a large if you're going to allow large encampments of homeless people to grow in your city or whatever you better give them bathrooms otherwise they're going to be shitting in your front maybe yard. that's
0: the solution maybe in this welcoming democratic state of california <laughs> we say homelessness is we embrace it we invite you mississippi send your homeless here on a bus we'll give them free needles and whatever they need but here's the catch there's only a limited number of homelessness that we will allow and once we get to that cap no more can come in and if they come in it's then the what? death end of the freedom scale. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Death
1: end. Oh wow. Freedom freedom freedom. <laughs> You're dead.
0: <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, why why have the numbers climbed? Mm. I mean, especially in Socal, like you said, it's always been a thing, but it's gotten worse and nobody's addressing it. But I mean, we like to think of ourselves as solutionaries. I don't have the answer. We can joke about it, but I mean, are we going to go in there with a, you know, a crop duster and You know, put the the agent orange light over people. Well,
1: there's a few problems associated with this with any problem like this, whether it's overcrowded prisons or, you know, recovery facilities or halfway houses. It's not in my backyard. You know, I want the homeless people off the street, go in, gather them up, tear their shit down, get rid of their crap, gather them up, give them a bath and uh, uh, put them into some kind of facility. Uh, but not in my backyard. Not in my yeah. Where do they go? Not in the, va- not in the six bedroom house down the street from me. That's <laughs> not where I want them. Right. Um, so I think that they're, you know, and I don't, I just saw a news thing on a, a local news, um, program showing, uh, a, a corporate, a, a corporate, a, a company, a privately run company that is offering to solutions for homelessness. And here they in want, California. They, they, yeah. And they want government uh they want government, um you know, support to do it. So, you know, they're 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 appealing directly to the L.A. mayors that are you know, talking about cleaning up homelessness in L.A., and they're saying, hey, here's our plan. We'll take these abandoned shopping malls and we'll rehab them and turn them into, you know, temporary living centers, transitional facilities for the homeless, blah, 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 blah. All we need from you is $44 billion a year or something like that. And uh, who knows, right? You know, for-profit prisons are just fucking historically terrible.
0: Well you used two words there. You used um transition and temporary. And maybe a third word. I think you said rehab. But I mean that's the thing about prisons too in general, that I I don't believe there's really much rehabilitation going on. It's just simply incarceration. You're holding people as a punishment. I mean what are we rehabbing? In the case of, you know, drug crimes, especially I don't even care if it's you know heroin, whatever.
1: I don't think the public gives a shit about rehab,
0: right? I, I don't know. I don't
1: think they. Really but isn't that care. isn't
0: that how? Do you, don't you think like in the in the right wing Christian nation philosophy of locking people up? It's because drugs are bad. Jesus doesn't like drugs, and we will send you to this prison so that you can make reform yourself. You will get your life whole, and then and only then we will let you out of jail.
1: Well, I, I think I think the prison. I think the idea of prison and the way it works on a national basis so, is prison is for punishment. I don't think anybody's under the impression that people are going there to be rehabilitated. I'm sure there are some examples of rehabilitation opportunities going on in prison, but I I just really think that the public wants to know that there's a place where criminals when they're convicted can be sent to where they're punished. And that's supposed to be the deterrent. And without that deterrent, people will go wild in the street. And it'll be like those purge movies or something. Right. Which I've never seen either.
0: It's um, kind of a cool concept. though, yeah, Right. Like yeah. once a year you get to go out and thin the herd.
1: Only if I can go thin the the
2: Trump herd.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they have all the guns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if Democrats knew, if we had a thing called the purge in this society, Uh, Do you think Democrats would be anti-gun if once a year crazy Republicans were out in the street and could kill people?
1: I think Democrats are close to being in favor of anything to combat crazy Republicans because (laughs) it appears to be like uh, like rabies spreading through that community. (laughs) (laughs) The more ridiculous every day. What is the deal on the right? Maybe you have a better understanding of this. Why are some of the most high-profile right-wing talking heads like Tucker Carlson and and uh Dr. Laura and maybe they're the only two, but there are some other names that I don't really know off the top. Mike Pompeo. Why are these people so aligned with Putin? I don't I don't understand.
0: I, I was it's it's interesting you bring that up because um I think the more credible, if you want to call it that, Republicans yeah. or more serious politicians on the right. If you're any left well, I mean maybe but I think Those people overwhelmingly support the Biden administration and have the same view of the threat of Putin. Mm. But you're right. There are those that um, take the opposite approach. And the only thing I can come up with is this. Their whole strategy is to just be the opposite of what the Democrats are saying at, at any cost. You know, so in the past, we've used words like obstructionists when it comes to legislation But for for just things like this news items, I the only thing I can come up with is they just want to take the opposite approach because that differentiates them. And, you know, I follow Twitter, right? So I try to balance it out. I'm watching crazy fuckheads, you know, on the left and watching crazy fuckheads on the right. And, you know, Democrats have a have a messaging problem, in my opinion, because they tell things all the time that aren't true. They give half stories. You know, we've talked about things like jobs reports and and, uh, unemployment claims that are, are true but misleading because they don't start from the baseline of before COVID and blah, blah, <laughs> blah, horse shit. Elizabeth Warren pissed me off the other day. <laughs> oh. She made a claim about, uh, you know, Elon Musk paid zero in taxes. And, um, of course, that is uh, misinformation. We have to use that word because they so freely do. And the guy paid a record fucking tax bill. What she probably meant to say is that that was capital gains tax and not income tax. And maybe he didn't pay any income tax because he doesn't actually have W-2 income, right. and therefore the teacher pays more tax. I just said it much better than she said it, and she's sparking <laughs> controversy because she's actually saying a mistruth.
1: I think she's over, though.
0: I hope so. I but but over. here's why I even brought that up. Yeah. The Republicans, their messaging is it, it, it's, it's worse because they're they're not saying anything other than the opposite of what Biden is wearing. Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Biden wore a pink shirt today that's a sissy you know or just stupid shit
1: well i mean here's the thing you're you're the biden administration is obviously you know opposing the you know putin's you know world domination plans in in eastern europe and his his desire to put the soviet bloc back together so i mean if you if you're one single rule in your in your in your morality compass is to not agree with him then you have to then be on Putin's side. I think that's what you're saying right? I guess.
0: so. um, But you you go back to like Trump and and, um, in the beginning when he would say things like I'd be willing to take a meeting with Putin or I'd be willing to take a meeting with uh, who's a little fatty in North Korea? uh, Um, Yeah, Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. To me on the surface whenever the world leader of the united states who effectively is the world leader Uh, what do they call him Uh, the world leader (laughs) (laughs) the leader of the free world that's what i'm looking for whoever the sitting u.s president is if the statement generally is hey i'll i'll talk to other world leaders i don't think that's a bad position because i'm a fan of communication we solve problems and we get places by communicating clearly we're past that and we've been past that for a long time With? with with russia and with north korea and of course you can call into question the content of those meetings as as years passed and trump had several meetings with putin but the idea of of saying that you would agree to talk to somebody isn't a bad one no it's right? not a bad one
1: but 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 being a diplomatic moron and not having a shred of understanding i mean the only thing that that the trump administration in their four years in power and You know, one one or two years of influence prior to being elected and whatever the influence continues to be a year later, a year and a half. The only thing that he accomplished in regards to those two countries was to to give Kim Jong Un elevated status that he didn't deserve and never should have had. He got nothing. He was played every step of the way because Kim Jong Un is a thousand times smarter than Donald Trump.
0: But Kim Jong Un didn't gain anything either. Well, he, he did. He, what did he gain? He didn't come out of it with a win.
1: World, world recognition. I mean, he has seen more on. He, he was seen more around the world on TV. He's so happy. What he, does that get he, he's you? He's so happy. He
0: lost weight. But can I tell you? The, the only thing well, worse. Some
1: gravitas. It he's gives like
0: him. the Tiny Tim of celebrities. You remember Tiny Tim? <laughs> he yeah. was famous but he actually didn't make any money and he said before he died that that's the worst thing in the world is being famous without having any money because everybody you know thinks that you have all this influence yeah. but i can't even check myself into a hotel and little fatty he's famous but he didn't really his country's not better off
1: no but 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 he was able to show That side of the world, and we, we, you know, all Trump did was play into
0: his hands. He's like the homeless of world leaders. Yeah,
1: and 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 Trump did the same thing for Putin. I mean, Putin's Putin's sphere of influence has increased exponentially. I would agree with that. During during,
0: I would agree with that, and I think you know, Trump, whether he did it intentionally or not, um, he
1: did it because he's clueless. But it goes
0: all the way back to the russian influence on what was that 2016 election right um no
1: obviously was- there was russian influence on the, there was there was interference w- through manipulation of the unregulated and unbridled stupid platforms like facebook and twitter by russian uh, you know, by, by but we the, have
0: to use the word influence, not interference. They didn't interfere in the election process.
1: Well, I mean, whatever words you want to use, you know, everything that was ever said about how Russia affected that election turns out to be true, and um, be you know it, and it's probably always going to be true. I don't really give a shit because I mean, you can bet that if there's any type of espionage or anything like that that we suspect them of, they're doing it, right? And if it's talked about publicly by intelligence sources, that's because they don't need to prove it. They just need to get the information out there. Only a fool would think that that both China and the Soviet Union do not work to undermine our electoral process. And because that's the thing that separates us from those fucking people And and go back
0: to what you were saying, and that's the kind of the timeline I'm trying to position here. So from 2016 on, I think Putin's kind of status or influence or power has only increased because I would agree that they want they clearly want to um, direct or influence the outcome of a U.S. election. And I have said uh, in 2016 in particular that, of course, Putin's choice for president was Trump clearly over Hillary. So that was the, that was his desired outcome, or, I believe. And yeah. he got that. Yeah. And ever since then they've, so whether or not on the Russian side, they're claiming a Facebook victory, I don't know, but they're, but the ultimate victory is they got their outcome.
1: Well, they have a place called the internet research center, which is, you know, a large, uh, cyber, uh, espionage facility. Right. And, uh, so I don't know what the people that, you know, downplay Russian interference in U.S. elections. Think that's all about or what it's for? They're not manufacturing fake coupons for you know uh, skin cream or something. There, they're 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 trying to actively undermine you know electoral politics in in Western countries, not just the United States. I mean, they they've done this in every Western democracy there is. And can we stop it? Is it the end of a democracy? We need to acknowledge it. Right. And stop fucking around. And and that's the same effect that that they're having here with this open dialogue with with people about what his intentions are. You know, you tell everybody what his intentions are and then he then you set back because you don't you want to have World War Three. So you want to uh, let him prove that everything they've been saying is right. They said that as soon as the Olympics were over, they were going in. And he's just living up. They to even it. said it could
0: happen before they were over.
1: <clears throat> well, I think the the the, the strong money was on that it wouldn't because that would have been that would have pissed off China, right? They did not want a major communist country co- conflagration in Europe that takes the entire focus of every news channel in the world off the Olympics.
0: Well, I, and I have an announcement to make. I, I I want to give you um, notification that I am coming over on your side. I'm giving you a win, and I want to I want to agree with something you said. That's that's a big item, and okay. that is, I have now come on board with the idea that we should fully cancel the Olympics. <laughs> okay. Forever. <laughs> Did
1: I say that? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Which one? All both of?
0: Them? All of them. Summer, okay. winter, 2024, 20. Well, I'm going to tell
1: you you something in all seriousness. You you opened that door, so I'm going to walk through it. I watched a fair amount of Olympics this year. Um, Some of the Winter Olympics, because they're not team sports, which I don't really care about, I watch. Because there's – in every toboggan race, in every – Is there an Olympian that lives in you? No. God, (laughs) none, none of that shit. In every monobob, in every uh, every downhill ski, giant slalom, there's drama. And um, so much of the shit on television is trash and and not worth it. And the stuff that is worth it, it takes too long between seasons to keep fresh material coming in. So I watched it. But all the while that I watched it, I hated myself for it. (laughs) (laughs) Why? (laughs) Well, because... You know, while we all looked at the farce that was the Chinese Olympics with the empty stadiums and the 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 very modern, you know, Olympic graphics and all of the bullshit, right? <clears throat> they're they're committing genocide in the Uyghur sector. They've killed millions, and we don't give a fuck. And that's wrong. We should not be. We should have boycotted the Olympics. Weren't we
0: asked to? Or. Was- <clears throat> That was a that was a topic. We did not send diplomats, diplomats, yeah.
1: But we should have we should have pulled out of the Olympics completely in, in protest of that. We should not be in a and then providing two weeks of straight Chinese propaganda, right? While they are in the process I mean, when you look back on this, here's what you're gonna see. The United States and all of their sheeple right watch the olympics and bought the products and let you know what's the word uh capitalism roll on right at the expense of a million or 10 million uyghurs
0: that's because <clears throat> sports is huge in this country no. and i asked you this about tokyo Listen,
1: we need to grow we need to grow a pair of balls and and stand for something and when it comes to when it comes to things like like genocide real genocide we need to continue to teach our children about what happened to the to in uh germany in the second world war and what continues to happen today and the rising tide of anti-semitism and the far right and we need to not support full-blown communist countries that are participating in in that kind of genocide Right. I mean, there's no difference between the Jews and the Uyghurs. It's just that they're just different than the rest of the Chinese. So
0: if you were the president instead of a doctor, would yeah. would you, with the stroke of a pen, uh done something that said the U.S. could not participate in the Olympics in China? We we should have boycotted it. Well, we I should, understand. We should
1: never have sent anybody or put any television in there or done anything to to broadcast the Chinese is there anything Olympics.
0: so I asked you. I was oh. going to set this up I asked yeah. you this back in Tokyo uh summer Olympics remember it was COVID and I remember asking you is there anything the U.S. could do to to basically mm-hmm. prevent the athletes from participating C- can the U.S. government can the U.S. Olympic Committee do something yeah. that says we cannot participate
1: yeah you just forbid it
0: make it forbid it yeah. and where where would that come from
1: I don't know. The, I'm not like sure.
0: Like the executive. I mean, that's. I don't know. I'm asking because I don't know. So to your point about China, boycotting it would be a voluntary thing. But I'm wondering from a you know from a level of government, can could the government actually have said we will not allow this to happen? I think
1: so. I think so. I mean, we boycotted the Russian Olympics, the Soviet Olympics. Right? We didn't send people. We didn't. We didn't go. We forbid. Any, we. F- we forbid anybody from going to participate. Um, that was a full-on boycott.
0: Do you think we are more... And we and I don't even remember
1: what it was about. It, it, it surely wasn't genocide.
0: Do you think right? it's because Biden is afraid of China? Or are we more afraid of China than we are of Russia?
1: Well, I mean, I think you, you better be way more afraid of China than Russia. I mean... Um, China is way more dangerous. Putin is going to be dangerous as long as he's alive and in power. So and so, not by – when either one of those things change, er, 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 everything's up for grabs. But in China, Z—I mean, as soon as he's gone, there's another Z to take his place, right? It, I literally, I
0: think, baby G, right? Baby Z. I don't know. <laughs> but but, but I, if I we guess, didn't send athletes to uh, to uh, to China, yeah, is that a big fuck you that would have? Is, I mean, is that yeah. what we were afraid of?
1: Well, I mean, I, I, the calculus for for that decision, because all the virtue is signalers is complicated, right? I mean, we do not appear to have the stomach for any kind of confrontation with China, and here's the other problem: after the Trump time in office, we lost all the moral high ground we had on the world stage. I mean. It is just.
0: I mean, after look, listen. Temporarily or forever?
1: Well, do we have for that? A while
0: do we have that moral high ground back now? I don't. I mean, it's because I have disagreed with that better. statement ever since you've made right.
1: it. Well, it's certainly better, um, and I, I mean, it's certainly better, but it will take time. I mean, he, the damage that 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 group of jokers did to, to the. The, the leadership position in the united states in the, in on the world stage is almost uh, uncalculable right? yeah but
0: i have always disagreed with that statement I, I i think there's a level of truth to that domestically and the only reason i say that is not I have not done any type of analysis or anything, but I, during that time, have I, I've I have friends and colleagues in several countries, uh-huh. different you know maybe half a dozen countries that I would always talk about. Well, most of
1: those countries are South Africa.
0: No, that is one <laughs> of the countries, but I got a guy in Spain, right, Various right. places, and um, there and these aren't people in politics either, but we would talk a lot about American politics because. During that period, they were all they were all more interested in U.S. politics than, than they had ever been before. Well, well, we don't want them interested in our politics. We we want them. No, of course we do. You're
1: interested in it because it was a fucking train wreck.
0: Well, it, they were interested in it because there was there was information. <laughs> it was there was being shared. You could not get away from the news. So they would call me and say, "What the hell's going on well, with this? What's going day, on with that?" Every
1: day, the guy with his finger on the nuclear button. is a fucking <laughs> lunatic. And, you know, says things like Covfefe and, you know, he's... he's Bigly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is. And but really, And that's how they saw you it. You know, there's a Nazi demonstration in Charlottesville, and this fucking idiot goes, well, there were good people on both sides. It's, you know, that's <laughs> not somebody I know. that I, should be running the world.
0: And that's how they saw it, too. And yeah. and the feedback okay, that I got, and this is what I'm really trying to say, yeah. is that most everybody that I talked to didn't take it seriously other than of course this guy was the U S president, but all, they were all just saying they were just waiting for this charade to end. It wasn't a matter of we take him seriously. Uh, his, he's going to have this sphere of influence over the rest of the world. It was just a matter of tell us when this nightmare is over. Yeah. I, I, I don't he, think there was permanent damage done. Well, okay. I'm uh, here to tell you, I, I As a global ambassador. I don't
1: think there's, I, I mean, I think it can be fixed and I think it's getting better. So, um, you know, my limited time outside of the country, uh, totaling a grand total of zero time, <laughs> doesn't give me a whole lot of insight in that. I understand
0: you've never been to Mexico.
1: I haven't been to Mexico, like yeah. Cancun or something. Uh I went to. I've been to Tijuana. I've been to San Martin Island. I've been to um, Ensenada a couple times, and I spent like three weeks in Cabo San Lucas. So that's my entire. That's I'm um, impressive. I thought that's a ways back. Uh, the Tijuana trip was. Uh, I got into a van with three or four of my friends. Um, we were pretty drunk and and uh, smoked some weed. And then we were going to go to the drag races in Orange County. Instead, we, you went to the drag we queens did, in Tijuana. Well, we didn't really know where it was. So by the time we figured out that we had passed wherever the Orange County drag strip was, we were trying to go to, we were way down around San Clemente. So at that point um somebody uh in the smoky stupor inside that van said hey fuck it let's just go to tijuana so we drove that's all a the ways way, from san clemente still drove all the way down to to the border parked walked across right and got into tijuana uh at about two o'clock in the morning had my first black russian with which was which is vodka uh, well, it was actually a white Russian vodka, Kahlua, and uh cream, cream or something, yeah. right? The drink of the dude, yeah. So, I'm in Mexico, home, home of Kahlua, but I'm pretty sure it was um, uh, horse piss, uh, oil, and and sour milk. I'm not sure because you
0: can't, you can't have ice uh, in it, it
1: was terrible. It was just, I mean, but uh, I was uh, like 18, so you know, the, you could survive the anything. Thing there was you know, you could go into a bar, so. Um, yeah, it was a disgusting trip. So that's the only time I've ever gone to Tijuana. Um, yeah, that's the only time. And then I made a trip to Ensenada when I was 12 and then back again about 15 years ago. And then um, on a uh, carnival cruise, that was the carnival cruise, Mexico. The booze thing. cruise. Yeah, the booze cruise. I was probably in my 40s or something, and and uh, there was just too many 20-somethings on there getting boo- boozed up. So I barely got through that one without a. A conflagration.
0: How old were you when you stopped drinking?
1: Um, probably about forty-eight, something like that. I'm a really slow learner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's pretty good. You were in your forties.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, plenty of time to <laughs> plenty of time to do everything. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's my world travel. i never have been into Canada
0: or. You can't now, you've pissed off all the Canadians,
1: yeah, I can't go to the South, you can't go to the South, even Derek's looking for me <laughs> <laughs> you
0: have you pissed off Mexico or you just won't go there
1: um uh, it's very dangerous place, kind of is, huh yeah, i don't i will, I do not plan to return um Kabul, I remember the first trip I made to Kabul um we we're just so you you get you fly in now to the to the airport and then you take the super highway from the airport into down to what they call the corridor.
0: And by that you mean a pot no, <laughs> pothole filled road?
1: No, no, no. There's a super highway. Okay. Yeah, it's been there for quite a while. The, the deal in Kabul used to be that you flew into that airport and then you did take a pot filled road through the worst yeah through the worst ghettos and in the the most devastating poverty you've ever seen. Um, but they build a super highway so that you don't have to drive through that. So when you want to go to Cabo now, you can fly into the airport, uh, get through that mess, get on this super highway, and from the airport to Cabo, it's a super highway. I mean, there's nobody on it, and I don't even know what speed limit because I don't understand kilometers per hour. So, uh, you get off in uh, put you right in what they call the corridor down there and that's the road that runs you know uh, where the resorts are on the one side and um things like costco are on the other side right and it's pretty developed and and you get down there and you go straight to your hotel and then if you're smart you, you can never leave and stay there yeah um or you really go wild and you know take your rental van or whatever and go to the city and then try to find a restaurant there in downtown Cabo San Lucas it's quite the adventure. I have. Tons. I've been.
0: I haven't been in a long time, but I remember when you would go in there. Their their whole customs entry system consisted of literally a a stoplight looking thing, <laughs> and you pushed a button. You go to the turnstile, and everybody pushes the button, and it's like a roulette. You know, you're just gambling, and if it turns green, you you're, just get to go through, and oh, if it turns red, they search you, well, and it's remember, just random. And it's like it even music. Ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> all I remember. All I
1: remember is hundreds of people come and talk to me about, hey, we have timeshares, we have this, we have cars. We, you know, it's like, look, I already have, you know, travel ranges. Get the I'm not home. homeless.
0: I have all those things.
1: <clears throat> and, I, you know, I lost my luggage there on one of the three trips I took down there. So there was nobody there. I'm standing in the luggage area, which which was a a, a conveyor belt, and it goes around a circle, runs next to a wall. The wall has literally has a hole. Um, sledgehammered out of it it's not like a constructed hole it's like cinder block building and they knocked a bunch of bricks out
0: did el chapo build it
1: they bring they bring your they bring your your suitcases they they bring them in a pickup truck from the plane they pull up below this hole and they stand in the back of their truck and they take your luggage and they push it through the hole from the outside onto this (laughs) conveyor belt so we, we we wait, everybody's there. We're the only ones that didn't get our luggage. So there's a security card in there. And I'm like, hey, our luggage didn't come. He goes, yeah, vámonos ahora. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, my luggage didn't come. Vámonos ahora. And, I, and I'm and i like, donde está la oficina? Where's the office? And he's like, vámonos. And he puts his hand on his gun. And I'm like, fuck, all right, I'm going. And that's it. There was nobody to talk to that airport. It was, uh, there was no office there for the airline, nothing. So we had to deal with that through the hotel. It's a good,
0: good thing he didn't tell you it was uh, airport policy. <laughs> shit, no shit. <laughs> well,
1: that's where this kind of stuff started.
0: Well, did you ever get your luggage?
1: Um, so that was a six-day trip at um, something called the Ryu Palace. It, was, uh, it had opened the day we arrived.
0: You, were the, you were the test visitors?
1: It was, well, the construction workers were walking one way on the road and we were driving up in the bus the other way. Um, literally open that morning. And we everything was half priced because it was a promotional thing. Um they had just filled the pools, all the water was ice fucking cold. I mean it's ninety degrees there three hundred days a year, yeah. right? And the water had just been in for a day. So it wasn't even you couldn't even get in the goddamn pool was so cold and uh it wasn't
0: all-inclusive but there wasn't a lot of piss in there either
1: no no there wasn't the water looked clean <laughs> and i i talked to the guy at the desk and so he said hey um you know uh your luggage he made a couple calls and he comes back and he says so your luggage should be here at nine thirty tonight i'll call you when it gets here well okay so you know i got a i got a golf shirt and i got a pair of shorts and some tennis shoes or something that's all i got I had one carry-on it was full of uh was full of uh, CDs and shit like that, right, chargers, and there was no clothing in it. So I learned a hard lesson that way. Now I never go anywhere without a change of clothes uh, in my carry-on at least. Um, so You could have
0: just stopped it. I'd never go uh, anywhere. So
1: I go to this. I go, hey, um, I never go anywhere. I says, hey, uh, so I, I, we had seen a Costco, right? So it didn't come that night, and it didn't come – so that now my clothes are getting pretty rank, right? I don't have any way to wash them or anything. I don't have any clothes changed into. So the second morning we headed over to Costco. So go to Costco. They're right in the corridor. I have been buying two X shirts and shorts and stuff at Costco for a while here. So look, let's just go over to Costco. Who knows how long this is going to take? Let's go. Let me go buy a couple of shirts and a couple of shorts, and I, at least I can rotate and we can wash them in the sink or whatever we got to do. So I go in at Costco and. the the selection is horrendous i mean there wasn't a single fucking shirt in there i'd wear because it had printing
0: on it probably it was a picture of like a cactus with tequila glasses all
1: kinds of uh, uh, graphics and shit like that right plus there was no 2x right so i find a costco person and i'm like hey you know don't you have any 2x all the costcos at home have 2x and he's like no have the 2x you know and i'm like well, where do the fat mexican shop because i need some clothes i can't <laughs> find them here so uh, i ended up buying uh, uh i ended up buying a couple of shirts and a and a pair of shorts another pair of shorts in a store literally this was the name um bait and resort wear <laughs> <laughs> so half the store was fishing supplies with buckets of live bait and the other half was racks with um very expensive uh golf shirts they weren't good golf shirts they were just very expensive
0: what i don't get about you is you you will wear a hat a ball cap with some kind of logo on it but you won't wear a shirt with one
1: uh, the only hat that i wear that has any kind of logo on it is uh is the logo from my timeshare in Hawaii. So that's just me virtue signaling that. Right. So, yeah. But why wouldn't you I, wear – I am an owner here. So. Why wouldn't
0: you wear the same shirt? Uh, I don't like shirts with – If you got to your timeshare in Hawaii and you lost your luggage, yeah. would you go to the lobby and wear one of their shirts?
1: That had like the logo yeah. from the resort on it or something? Well, if they had 2X, I mean, I probably would, so – um it's it's not like i'm asking you to tuck it in or anything yeah right it's not like and i don't really mind like there's a little logo like on the chest or something but when you've got writing at a slant or something going on it's just not a good look i mean it doesn't have to be a slant (laughs) well whatever you know there's this uh the resort wear and uh, modern wear and i mean like you've got a sweatshirt with i think that's what the logo from your uh killer training exactly jiu-jitsu stuff right so it's vertical it's (laughs) it's not all sideways good it's symmetrical it doesn't bother It's cozy yeah i don't want a bunch of i don't want a bunch of what did uh uh one of our suppliers came in and brought brought hats he goes hey i I have some stuff for you that i know you won't wear because you're not a human billboard (laughs) like oh you are listening that's good (laughs) i'll do fine but
0: you wear i mean it's funny because you wear shoes with whatever the new balance or you know, well, your tennis shoes, N- just, Nike swoosh. I bought a pair of New Balance. I bought
1: one pair on Amazon. Davey got them for me. They, were too, they weren't they weren't wide enough. And so we sent them back. And then she got another pair of New Balance. I've never bought New Balance in the past. So I just got, uh, for the first time in my life, I just got a pair of New Balance. Look at She's you. I haven't even worn them yet. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't, uh, I just don't, I don't, like, I have a bunch of shirts with the company logo on it, but. This doesn't do anything for You're me. You're not an advertiser. not an, really an advertiser. Um, yeah. And its I know nobody gives a shit. Nobody, nobody could care less what I wear,
0: you know. Certainly they don't care in the Ukraine. They just want you to be stylish, and it is the Ukraine. <laughs> the Ukraine. Oh, I did it. <laughs> hey, I was going to ask you about this. Yeah. You know, a story, non-story, I don't know, kind of went away. But did you see this in the last couple of weeks? And I think the Republicans were trying to make this a bigger deal than maybe it is. But the information that the Clinton, Hillary Clinton campaign, uh, this is the Republican narrative that the uh, Hillary Clinton campaign officially spied on Trump, uh, like Trump said, and they tried to hack his servers, and then they also hacked some DNS records in the White House, and that was proof positive, like Trump had always said, that he was spied on. You see this story? Uh huh. You didn't? No. <laughs> <laughs> then it must be true. <laughs> I think
1: that it is literally, and I say this as serious as I can be, pathetic. That, well, that's kind that of what I'm saying. Still talk about Hillary Clinton, right? That, Do you think she's the devil? I think she's a washed up ex-first lady that you know was a decent senator for a while because of her immense political experience. And that's it. No more, no was less. Was she a better
0: senator or secretary of state?
1: Uh, she was good at both, to be honest with you. I mean, she was a much better senator and secretary of state than she was first lady. I mean, I hated her guts. When she what, I lady.
0: mean, what's the job of the first lady? Just sit there and smile and wash, come up with it.
1: A- wash the comb out of the blue dress. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I know. It's, uh, uh, you know, I just, I think that Hillary is just I just, who cares anymore? I mean, there was a time, and it hasn't been that long, right? I mean. She lost what five years ago to 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 Trump. I mean, you lost to Donald Trump. I mean, that but you should, can't easily that write people erase off her off the, the 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 political landscape. Yeah, forever. but for the reasons
0: you just cited, she'll never be erased. She was a first lady. She was a senator. She was a secretary of state, and she ran for president. What twice at least? Um, yeah, but you who know, was it? she? Uh, <clears throat> she ran she against ra- Brock. Uh, in the first one, right she that's right because then he brought her into the uh, administration mm-hmm. on the second time, so that would have been what oh eight yeah, and then again in sixteen yeah i mean
1: if 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 Barack had not risen to the top of the creamery vat like he did, then she probably would have been the president at that time, right um I think we dodged that bullet, you know the bullet we didn't dodge was
0: Donald Trump,
1: but. You know, we're we're still here and there's still time to fix some of the problems. Like you've stated, you're confident that they'll repair themselves.
0: Do you think because I've asked you this, too, do you now believe that Trump has no chance of being elected president in 24?
1: You know, I don't think anybody of consequence in the Republican Party really wants him to be president again. I mean, I, I think that. It was four years of white knuckle for every actual professional Republican political person, elected official, and operative that he wouldn't blow us up or destroy us or go crazy, uh, have his syphilis come to the surface in the middle of his administration, and he could froth at <laughs> the mouth and get big boils on his face. I think they're all glad that that didn't happen and they're past it. And I think <clears throat> because they're not sure of how much how much power he remains to uh, that remains in his hands with the actual base the people uh they're not sure about that and um but I think that deep down they all want him gone I mean I think deep down most of the republicans feel exactly like Mitch McConnell does you know Mitch McConnell is an actual republican conservative republican political professional person right like him or hate him but he's not really that's a lot of credit
0: for you calling him a person
1: i know he's not really he's not really a sycophantic dick sucking piece of shit like like lindsey graham
0: right who has the you can't say dick sucking that's offensive okay well did we did we start caring (laughs) i don't (laughs) your your team does um
1: well listen i i you know, really, do I worry about being canceled by the Democrats? I don't. <laughs> I don't care.
0: <laughs> and thank you for that, admitting that it's the Democrats who do the canceling.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um uh but you know, at any rate I think that not really. I mean I, I I think there's just a whole lot of things, right? I think it was a very nervous time for the that side that team. I think I think really most of them blame the whole Trump thing for the degradation of their political party and the the crappy, <laughs> unmoral state that it's in now, mm-hmm. their loss of significance and 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 so forth. <clears throat> Is there a chance they're going to be swept back into power? You know, in these next elections, anything's possible. Things are pretty fucked up, and um, the public has been put through a whiplash uh, few years of uh, you know the growing internet, social media. Uh, communication situation and, and social media platforms and Twitter and Facebook and Getter and all the rest of this shit, it's, it has expanded without control and without any real idea of what the consequences are. And we won't know those for a while. So, yeah, things are different than they used to be. And um, I don't honestly think I'm sure as hell I don't understand what all the consequences are. And anybody that says they do is full of shit. They don't know. Yeah.
0: And I hope you brought up social media. I hope there isn't more control. And and you said it earlier in this podcast about, you know, for me, I always want the information to be out there and accessible so we can see and hear exactly what people are saying and thinking. And in the case of social media, right or wrong, that's exactly what we're seeing. And, And of course, over its existence really in what, 10, 12 years, you know, cause as it's kind of taken off, it, it, we didn't know what we had. We didn't know where we started with or where it was going. But the truth is at least we know largely what people think and what they're saying. And a lot of it's horseshit and a lot of it's crazy.
1: But the, prob- but- the problem I have with that, Travis, is, and we've talked about this in, in different ways and and sometimes directly and sometimes kind of indirectly. I'm all for, more conversation, more debate, more information. I'm all for that. The problem with social media th- platforms like um, like Facebook and um, Instagram and um, Twitter and whatever else rears its ugly ass head and megalomaniacs like uh, Mark Zuckerberg and things like this is th- we do not understand the immense effect that these platforms have had on our society and – and we're not we are not embracing and 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 do not appear to be understanding the problem is that when when lies are spread on social media that has this kind of reach right and when because here's the thing you say well it gives the chance you say you tell lies other people have a chance to tell the truth that i believe that to be true the problem is lies that that gin up anger and hate are the are the ones that people are 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 mentally wired to pay attention to it's our survival as a species our attention to things that are dangerous things that make us angry things that that we perceive in our environment that has kept us alive and allowed us to to not go extinct right and it's not over and so yeah, when you get on when you get on social media and you spread lies out to millions and millions of people, uh, and it happens in a day, right? And that's that's the stuff that gets people's attention—the lies, right? When when the, when the when the opposite information or the true information gets out there, it simply isn't picked up on by the public. But because, the truth
0: is, because we don't care about that. Well, as Well, and, and that really is the. It's it's more of a psychological impact because the truth is that those lies, those hate filled lies, pre existed before social media, right? This is but, but this is simply the platform that has such a large audience but that they you, didn't
1: spread like this, right? We can we cannot listen, Travis. I, I, maybe I'm not saying this right, so I'm, I'm going to take the liberty to restate it one more time. I, I, I'm not saying that, that misinformation or, you know, people's desire to say things that aren't true started with social media. I, I know you're not but saying that. But what is different is the access to, to huge amounts of people being exposed to misinformation. That is new. That is, it is, that but, is but here's here's years. the
0: other nuance. Of course, all that is true. Okay. But but here's the nuance is that you have to want to accept that information. Nobody's forcing these platforms on you. Nobody's no, making think you—
2: that, I
1: don't think that has anything to do with it. Of but course,
0: because you have a choice not to be influenced by it. And, and you and I are no, case no. in point. Yep. We are not—we don't participate in that stuff. We don't—putin <laughs> you know, is not in our heads about you know how we should vote on the election because we read <laughs> fake shit on—, on Twitter or right, Facebook right, or whatever, right. you, have to, you have to allow and accept that to come into your mind. Yeah. And, the, and the opposite is true, is that you have the ability to, to shut it off and filter it out.
1: Well, I don't disagree with any of that, but the, the I think the raw truth about that is, is that um, there are a great deal of people that won't be able to do that. Right, and, well, and you said
0: it's sheeple earlier. I agree.
1: That is the danger. But, but see – Saying that, well, they could do it if they want, and if they don't, it's that's not our problem. That's not true. It is going to be your problem. The, the completely vulcanized, separated state of the country is the initial results of this phenomenon we're seeing. And uh, nothing you said about having choice to bring, let the shit in your head or not isn't true, but it, it it isn't, in fact, happening. People are not filtering it out, and they're becoming— whatever you want to call it i don't want to be bombastic but i mean they're becoming brainwashed yeah
0: you're right and now the pressure is on that for the platforms themselves to filter it out right that's the big conversation in this country politically from the u.s government is to impose these filters because people are not choosing the the filter the,
1: the, the truth is i don't think there's a good answer right i don't think that i i'm not a fan of government censorship i'm not a fan of i don't think that we can i mean if we want to sit back and trust these social media situations to police themselves we are fools and and so we got to figure something out i don't have the answer I don't have i'm not the solutionary on this one uh I, I guess the point i'm trying to make out there is there are very negative effects on our society from recent developments in communication and um we have seen dramatic effects from irresponsibility uh from platforms handling this responsibility irresponsibly or not handling it or using freedom of speech or something as an excuse to to line their pockets because it you know like we said about local news and everything else if it lee if it bleeds it leads if it angers it's it's Who brings people back to these platforms? What brings people back to these platforms? People are things that cause anger. And that's all Trump did the whole time. Every tweet he ever put out was to gin up somebody
0: and get them pissed off about something. But everybody's pissed off about something. Everybody's angry. It is.
1: You know, it's much worse. I mean, I just don't know. I don't know if you can't see it. I don't know how you can. It's much worse now than it was 10 years ago. And this, I don't disagree with
0: that, but look what happened in that 10-year frame. I think that's a true statement, but if we look in that 10-year window, it's not just Trump. And politically speaking, if we like to carve things into politics of this country, Republicans, Democrats, from a leadership view, in that 10-year window, we had Obama, Trump, and now Biden. So Democrat, Trump, whatever he (laughs) was— And then Democrat again. So I think the problem is, is bigger, if you want to call it a problem, um, and more influential than just from Trump's okay. sphere of influence.
1: And, and maybe I'm, you know, I mean, if that's if if I have made you think that I blame Trump for this situation, I, that, that's a mistake on my part. I know I said this before, but, you know, sometimes you th- say things and then you say other things that make your previous statement seem you know, not worth it. Trump is not the cause. He's the symptom. No, yeah. you've said
0: that before. Right.
1: And and so the cause is this unfettered release of lies and propaganda to the masses. And that effect is causing figures like Trump to rise to the top of social consciousness. And that's going to be catastrophic. That is new. It is you know what's You
0: know what's interesting about that, though, is I don't know how many more fans a guy like Trump gained during his you know years running up to the election and then his years as president. Or was he literally just speaking to his audience that came out of the woodworks and finally said, <clears throat> here's a guy who's saying what I already believe, and therefore I'm going to get on the Trump bandwagon. You know what I mean?
1: What did you tell me the other day when you were <coughs> in the— South Carolina or something and you're like, Hey, you would really hate it here. Your head would blow up. Uh, Fox news is on every, in every airport lobby. Yeah. Um, uh, I think that it would be a mistake not to take into full account a very large piece of this puzzle is that organization and, and what has changed in that same 10 or 15 year period. So, you know, I don't want to give uh, Fox News more credit than it deserves, but it is a big part of of this problem, and it has done a lot to move people into their respective camps and destroy what was a national news kind of uh, ethic, right? And so... Um, I think that has really fucked things up. We
0: talked about that, too, you know, and I think we we referenced, uh, what was it, the arbiter of truth and and the idea of news and newscasting in the middle of the century and, and, you know, the consistency of the messaging, of course. But I don't know. I haven't researched it. I don't know how this whole thing evolved. Uh, I read another report the other day. That people, you know, we, we talk a lot about people moving and moving out of California and moving to other places. But I read another story that suggested that most people are moving to places that, that share similar political ideas that they have. You know, so it's not just escaping one place. It's actually going to a place that they believe ha- shares the same political values that they do. Why wouldn't you? I mean, why
1: would you make a move to some to a situation that isn't better than the one you're already in? As you see it, right?
0: right. And so, aren't we really saying that as the country grows and evolves? And I, I believe it's a numbers thing. The more people you have, it's less likely that you're going to get all those people to agree. We just 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 too many of us to yeah. have the same political thoughts and ideas.
1: Yeah, I I don't, and I'm not, I'm not expressing any desire for for you know for the variance of political ideas to be more homogenous or something, but the, I mean, so let's look at what's happened, right? The Trump base and the right wing politicians and the, the Tucker Carlson's and the Jeff Hollies and the, 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 you know, these take cruises, these people, this is not a simple disagreement. Hey, I have a conservative viewpoint of how things should go and you have a more liberal viewpoint. That's not what this is. Those, those, People and organizations and things that I just mentioned have been have been shaped on purpose by a, a correlated strategy of like minded people, and it's not for the good of the country. It's for their own aggrandizement. Listen, Fox News national, you know, prominence. I mean, you're the one that told me they're in every airport around the country. Here's the thing, right? Why does a new? Why does an organization that once was A fairly normal news organization like like the other ones that were there, why do they change so much? Why what change that made them take off the reins on on muckrakers like Tucker Carlson and and Dr. Laura? It's because is it not Dr. Laura? What is it? Yeah, it's (laughs) Laura Ingram, right? So. Here's the reason. I mean, I, I I know we talked about this before, but I want to make sure people don't forget it. There's a limited time for advertising based opinion news to to be a profit generator for an organization like or or a mogul like Rupert Murdoch. It's going to go away. Uh, Fox News won't always be there. The damage they do may remain. But in the – between the time between now and the time that there's not a really a, a prominent Fox News organization it, where people like Tucker Carlson and Doc, uh, Laura Ingram and all the rest of these idiots, uh, Sean uh, Hannity and stuff – that that those news sources are going to go behind a paywall so that you so that they are not beholden to advertisers, right? That's already happening, right? I, obviously, but, but I think you
0: know you you kind of tease this. How did how did we get here? How did they get where they you know where they are? Like a Fox News, and I think it's a matter of let's turn them loose. They, they, well, I I think it's. I think it's finding your audience and you brought this up with regard to Trump and the whole build the wall thing that that was something that he started saying not from the very beginning. And then he realized that that really resonated with what became his base and it became a rallying cry. But that wasn't something he thought of in the Trump Tower like I really got to run for president to fix this problem he started saying it and then an audience developed and then that became one of his messaging points his rallying cries i think the same is true with fox news that over time uh, you know you're you're advertising you know medications for dick pills and uh, you got a crank neck so you need to, the my pillow guy and the and the and the audience comes out and resonates with oh the messaging God. and then that's all they begin to talk about <laughs> well um, when did the idea of <clears throat> partisan news channels really developed. You know, I mean, with Fox News, yeah. But even then, it's, it, really it wasn't. It wasn't you, with the with the origin of of Fox News. Didn't like really, day one.
1: It didn't really exist before Fox News. I mean, there were so there's a lot that's happened in this time period, right? Uh, broadcast television news delivery has changed so significantly. Twenty-four hour news didn't exist twenty years ago or whatever it was. I don't. Wasn't know. CNN one of the first? To it was do that. the first. Yeah, it was the first, and and
0: um, and that didn't work so well for them.
1: Yeah, and, and frankly, none of it's good for. I mean, I mean, I think Fox News is literally criminally negligent for the damage they're doing to the society. But uh, and the the hate and the nonsense and the. It, it, listen, they allow. These pieces of shit like Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, at all—all these opinion people—they have no news credibility whatsoever. Well, It's,
0: it's not like they're allowing them; they're nope, paying them. Nope. Well,
1: <laughs> well, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, yeah, they're paying them, but they and they're turning them loose. They, they've taken off all the constraints. They—they have abandoned their responsibility as a publishing company and said just do whatever you want just generate advertising revenue that's it they don't care but as
0: long as you know that again what's the issue there because it's 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 it is causing a devastating is
1: causing devastating damage to the to the the, but you know what else does that any
0: any other type of any form of entertainment like the Fast and the Furious movies, they're terrible movies, and there's not, like twelve dude. of them. If you watch Fast and the Furious movies, it will rot your brain. Uh, well, if you make it, if you suffer through twelve of them or however many of them there you are, know,
1: I get it. I get it. I, I I know I'm too serious about this, but I just I think that the 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 lack of acknowledgement of how dangerous this has become and how big a role that Rupert Murdoch, who's not American, right, and has no give, does not give one shit about our society or the success of this country and all in in, and and i think that it's it we need to understand this better and and acknowledge it right not so everybody can be the same but so that so that i don't know travis you know i i told myself today that there are so many things on the burner that you know I'm not going to get too wrapped up, so let me just say. I mean, I've said it a bunch of times. You, everybody knows now what I think Fox News is and the problems with it. I, I guess the bright, the ray of sunshine for me is it's going to change. That's going to go away. Broadcast television is going to have less and less impact on things. And um, as long as as long as there's free television, you're going to see it in the terminals. In the that's right.
0: <laughs> I don't disagree with you as to what Fox News oh. is. I just disagree with. What should be done about it?
1: Well, I mean, I'm I'm not really telling you what should be done. I'm trying to get people to have an understanding, and accept the fact that that whatever it is, it, it's it's malevolent and it's not. And it's I not think a good people, thing. I think
0: people already know that. I think the people who don't watch Fox News believe that it's just that, and I think the people who do watch Fox News are going there to get their fix of what they want to see and hear. I,
1: I agree with that too. I but you know it's it's how much of it it's how accessible it is it's it's a whole bunch of stuff and and as in as and it doesn't go from it doesn't go from being you know news delivery to propaganda malevolent propaganda designed to destroy our society overnight it's been a slow 10 15 year transition at fox news exacerbated since roger ailes left the, the program That lunatic was the only one that was holding back the Tucker Carlson's and the, and the Laura Ingram and the Sean Hatties from, from their, from the ridiculous shit that they now say on that channel on a nightly basis. I mean, I don't listen to it. I hear, I mean, I know examples of it, so I know what I'm saying is true, but. We're not listening. I mean, you don't listen to it, do you? No, I don't listen yeah. to it and I don't
0: watch it. But but see, the thing is, they're going to put on people who say the things that their base wants to hear, like abortion, right? They're going to interview senators that are in favor of the Texas abortion ban, and they're going to interview those people and give them a platform, and, and, and so many oh other examples God. like
1: that. At any given moment, I can flip on Fox News, when when one of those three or four people we're talking about is on there, and the guest they have said, assume, is some... Some guy out of nowhere that has some theory about how Hillary Clinton is the head of a worldwide child eating cabal. <laughs> and I mean, and it never fails. I mean I run this experiment frequently. All right, who's Sean Haddney talking to? I'd like to welcome my guest tonight, Dr. Professor Dick Wadd, and he is, you know, he is the he is the author of a of a theory of the Clinton effect on, you know, pedophilia.
0: Because remember, they they don't have the ball right now. They're playing defense. So their only yeah. goal, and what I mean by that is their party is not in, in office in the White House. So their only goal during these four years or the two years leading up to the midterms is to convince their base that the Democrats yeah. are evil and will eat their babies. And therefore, <laughs> you have to do everything you can to be a good Republican and come out and vote when it's time.
1: Yeah, which is fine. I mean, you know in any situation there there's always a case to be made for the the ends justify the means and and uh, that's what you have to think about with these things so that's kind of a bummer <laughs>
0: <laughs> what would you have you said something about Rupert Murdoch is not even american should he's we Australian. not i know should we not allow him to own this corporation is that what you're saying because he's not american
1: i mean I I would say that a great deal of people that are enmeshed in Fox News and and their brand of propaganda don't know who he is. They didn't know who Roger Ailes was. They don't know who Rupert Murdoch is. They don't know the history. Does it matter, though? Yeah, it matters. Why? Because those people, if you're a Fox News watcher, that's all you watch, right? You don't watch the nightly news. You don't watch that 247 nightly news right which still has kind of the middle of the road you know news delivery situation um you sure as hell don't watch msnbc and no reason why you should but you don't you also don't know anything about this machine that you're turning your mind over to on a on a day in day out basis i mean these people that, that are into this, they run it 24 hours a day. They don't know, watch but, anything else.
0: But what difference does it make? If you're tuning in and you like what you hear and see, you're going to go back tomorrow. You don't really think about the machine behind it. You just know that I got what I needed out of that hour, and I'm going to go check it out again tomorrow.
1: I, I get that. I, I mean, it is. It, what I'm saying. The, the ends justify the means. I mean, for 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 Republican political operatives – elected officials, campaign operators, whatever, they apparently do not care about anything except what they think is going to drive Republican voters to the polls. And, and in, in the pursuit of that goal, which I agree with you is their sole goal, they have no moral compass. It doesn't matter to them how many lies they tell. And it's not – there is no moral equivalency between that and the Democrats. It's not the same. I don't care how many times you – and I don't know if you're saying this. I don't care how many times people want to say it. It's There's no moral equivalency between between the two sides. But what None. I think is
0: actually happening is the people who are listening and watching Fox News don't take it as lies because to them it's repeating what they believe to be truth. So, right. so, so the, that's validating their the truth. The
1: difference is that – the 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 other side of that story that you you know would like to point out is available to anybody who wants it they do not they have not thrown off the 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 yoke of telling the truth to further their i mean every democratic every liberal reporter every democratic operative wants to win elections too but they are not they are not allowing themselves or their party to tell straight up lies and and f- say it's okay. Yeah, that mostly that's difference. true. Mostly yeah. that's true. Okay. Well, that's the best I'm going to get out of you.
0: <laughs> so, but I don't know, man. It's uh so let me let me circle this all the way back. Let me Saki, this back. Circle back, brother. Uh to the Ukraine and <laughs> and and the issues in this country, do you see Ukraine and the crisis there derailing uh any of our domestic political issues, Biden's plans, we still have Supreme Court things going on. Uh, there's all kinds of legislation about uh, banning lawmakers of trading stocks, and there's you know there's things in the works. Um, do, do you see this as a distraction or a derailment?
1: Um, I think I think the Olympics was a distraction. I think <laughs> you this, watched it. This is a catastrophe. One well, one of the reasons I watched it, even though I I I, in retrospect, I I wish I had not supported that by doing that, but. Um, uh, but I, I guess it, it, this is a, this is, this is a horrible, this is going to be uh, just a, This just going to be a terrible thing. This is going to be war in Europe is ground war in Europe is just, uh, un, it was unimaginable until very recently. And I think that we've played a significant role, uh, in making this happen right and allowing it to happen if our position in europe through nato had not been weakened to the point that it was this would not have been able to happen um is it stronger now is is the biden administration doing a good job of shoring up the alliance it it looks like they are and we'll have to see i don't fully trust europeans but um
0: um, i don't know some of the allies are coming out and and yeah, saying I mean, and doing the right thing listen, German,
1: like the Germans G- Germany killed that pipeline exactly it's, which is
0: directly going to negatively impact their people yeah, on
1: yeah and heating expenses yeah, it's going to negatively affect us too it's going to limit the amount of gas of uh, oil in the in in the market and that's going to drive the price up I mean and for us I know so I mean you you can't we should you, you're not going to be able to take moral high ground on on issues of this type And be completely free of any consequences. So, I mean, if Americans aren't willing, and we suck at sacrifice, right? I mean, you can say whatever you want about how we do now. We do now. I mean, we
2: haven't
0: always.
1: Yeah, in the Second World War, everybody there was a lot of pulling together and stuff. Maybe that'll come back. Maybe it won't. But currently, we suck at it. Would you?
0: Would you take an 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 actual World War Three if it meant we became more? I don't know. Unified, if that's the word. Well. If it, if it developed a new generation, now, of I tell you something. I heard. Patriots.
1: I, I read something today about about how there's a possibility, right? There's a possibility that Putin maybe poking. I mean, we like to think of them as the bear because that's kind of their thing, you know? The bear. Who the, the Russians are the yeah, bear? The bear, the wolf, or whatever the fuck it was some kind of horrible fang predator, right? That's what they think they are. Um. You know, militarily, we're still vastly superior to the Soviet Union, from what I understand. Let's test
0: that shit out.
1: Well, here's the thing. What, I mean, what is, are they poking a sleeping giant that that will at some point get fed up and just tear the shit out of everybody around them? I mean, uh, uh, I heard of something about some police training today and, and an analogy that I could easily see in this situation the 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 male lion in in on the savannah and the females and the cubs and the cubs are fucking with him and clawing at him and the hyenas are coming up and getting close and and he doesn't really do anything and the hyenas get more and more bold and then eventually the male lion just goes on a tear and just kills everybody right and 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 then it says okay now you understand right so could that be us it could be us right Anybody that thinks it couldn't it needs to rethink it. I mean, we destroyed and brought down the government in in Iraq on false information that everybody and their mother knew was false. I knew it. I'm not even your big, people didn't know. We talked in, about that. I'm not in the Defense Administration. Your
0: people well, saw I, more information it's not than about, you did, Travis.
1: It's not about blame. That you're missing the point. You don't think something can happen. Right. But it can. Right. And the, the Democrats, who I would love to think would be the, the cooler heads, say, hey, um, uh, you know, cool down. We're not we're not going to have a war in Iraq on on this weak information. No, they joined the party just like everybody else. All of America wanted revenge for 9-11. That's why we had that war.
0: But that's why we had the war in Afghanistan
1: and Iraq. It's all the same. It's all the same. Nobody believed there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. We just wanted to kick some ass on a, on a Middle Eastern country, and the people in this country gave their tacit approval to Bush to do it, and we did it. So my point is, you no, know, the Democrats didn't stop that from happening. And so, you know, unless you're on record as being a senator or a congressperson that voted against that, then you, you can't say shit. But here's the truth. If you don't think that this could trigger World War III, um, it's very possible. And if you, you know, I mean, I'm kind of hoping Putin is as smart as I give him credit for. And he doesn't push this country over a certain line because the the assets are there. I mean, they are there. So when he says he's worried about his national security (laughs) – He's worried about it because he knows what he would like to try to get away with. And he's pretty sure that in the process of that, at some point, we're gonna say enough and NATO's gonna move on him. And then he's gonna be able to say, I told you so. NATO's the aggressor here. I don't give a shit about any of that. I'm just saying when that happens, we're in a, we're in a another world war. And would I take that what was the question? Would I take that world war over
0: what? would you take it if it got us to the point where we became in this country anyway more unified more patriotic you know that's
1: that's that's the point I was trying to make you you made me think of this because the, the because the point of this is this is a country that thrives on a war footing right our country yeah when we when we go to war footing industry capitalism, Everything happens. Everybody makes money. Everybody gets richer. Everybody stays involved. Everybody gets more united. It it's it's true. And I you know, so would I take that? I don't I don't think I can morally say that I would I would be okay with a with third world war because I think the, the possible results are cataclysmic and they certainly involve nuclear weapons, right? One step into Belarus and you're going to see nuclear weapons so um and then i don't know what happens right i mean i don't know i I think that so this is serious stuff right i think it's going to play out like most political scenarios play out i mean um i was watching um 1883 the prequel to uh yellowstone yellowstone and they're they're trying to cross the Brazos River with this wagon train, right? And so one of the sayings was, hey, here's how it happens. When you're crossing the river, cool heads get to the other side. Hot heads drowned. And so I think it's very applicable to this situation. Everybody needs to... I mean, we are where we are and there's a whole bunch of blame to go around and I I think that there's probably room for varying opinions about why we're here. Anybody who doesn't see Putin as the sole aggressor in this isn't looking. And so when you hear Yeah, that's that, clearly the case. Yeah, when you hear that nonsense and drivel on Fox News or whatever, <clears throat> you just have to know what it is. And um but you know, now we're here and now we gotta figure it out. So yeah, I hope it's not a World War III. I mean,
0: is is Rupert Murdoch allowed to fight in a ground war if the U.S. goes to war because he's not a U.S. citizen?
1: <laughs> I haven't seen a picture of him in a long time. My my mental image of him is he's a big fat white guy in his seventies or older. I don't know. He's uh, mega rich. I think he's Australian.
0: Yeah, he's he's foreign. I forget what he is.
1: Yeah, I mean Rupert. So. Uh, <laughs>
0: I don't know. This whole thing is, uh, I, I you know, who knows how this is going to develop, right? Is is the Biden administration going to draw a line in the sand, right? What's what's the analogy? Their red line, you know? No. Are I they going to establish one that if if I, it's crossed, then you know we would commit troops? I in think there?
1: Obama and the red line in Syria um, is a, is a lesson that has not been lost on anybody. Yeah, I have not heard that. I have not heard. A president use that term sense. Yeah, you shouldn't. Including Trump, which, you know, I think I, I mean, I just think that, you know, you can't I mean, unless you're willing to back it up.
2: Right.
0: Well, and that's the thing. Even if you are willing to back it up, I think people should understand this maybe goes to your point about cooler heads prevailing. in 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 the geopolitical forces around the world you should reserve the right to to change and to you know change your position to go back on a comment that you said if it means peace and security you shouldn't just always be like well i told these fuckers if they crossed the line we were coming in and that's it i made a promise i'm coming in no matter what yeah you got to be able to say okay well let's you know is there another solution now can we get there another way and um I don't know. And that's we'll we'll see how this develops. We'll see if there's uh, another...
1: Had Obama followed through with the red line threat regarding Syria, we'd still be there. Right. Mired in a civil war of a Middle Eastern country backed by Russia.
0: So is this really just, uh, you know, we got out of Afghanistan and we need to have further stimulus on the economy Uh, so we're fabricating a war so that everybody can get rich? We're not fabricating a war. Not we, but we're going to find ourselves in war so that we can prime the pump?
1: I think that if 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 Putin pushes this country to a war footing, it's it's going to be catastrophic for the world. I mean, because we have massive military capability and all the nonsensical right wing rhetoric to the side.
0: Go back to what I said in the beginning. Nothing
1: has changed since Joe Biden became president. We had it before him. We have it now. We'll have it later. There's no—the the, military-industrial complex is its own machine, and it's not tied to who's in power.
0: And you know who is the leader of that machine, what we need now more than anything? Who? What? Tom Cruise.
1: Tom Cruise. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> that you have, you know, as always, solutionary. you come up with a solution. <laughs> Send them the—what the, uh, is it? Mission Impossible Force? The I the MI? The, I don't know.
0: There's Delta Force. Pick an agency. But <laughs> I just want to know that there's some Max. secret shit happening where we drop down <laughs> on helicopters at night yeah i want to hear that music
1: dun 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 dun, 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 dun.
0: exactly I, I yeah in the
1: background this you just put it in the background of the
0: news i want to be it. watching a hollywood blockbuster about this in three years time from now where we tell the story i don't, I don't know who you're going to cast in that maybe the rock well, and tom cruise has <laughs> he
1: he has a pact with the devil so he'll still be young enough and everything but that's it, true it doesn't matter 10 years from now you can still be playing because he's going to live till 90 or something and look the same then He's going to pop off
0: well a lot of people live till 90 Go
1: to, yeah but he's going to look like tom cruise at i don't 50. know maybe is he 50 oh i think he's more than 50 yeah i think he's he's in his mid 50s i think yeah well 50 is the new 30 i guess i'll tell you what it ain't it ain't 65 <laughs> is that what you are <laughs>
0: yeah i thought you were 66 no 65 well 66 this year
1: yeah i will be 66
0: right, right right i'm not trying to uh, fast forward your age here yeah just, thanks i don't
1: need any help at all <laughs> with that so uh all right well i do i hope we didn't scare anybody
0: no well listen this is um what can you say things are uh, developing rapidly we like to keep our finger on the pulse yeah. and sometimes also on the trigger and uh we report it as it happens i yep. mean that's I what's think,
1: going on today folks yeah
0: we're, i mean that's I don't know what our jobs are, you. you but I like I, I like to think of us as interpreting what we're seeing out there. We've always said that we are having the same conversations that we believe people are having across the country, and or should have. Yeah, should have. And um, you know, we're seeing data in real time, and we're responding to it.
1: I don't know. This could be egotistical. I, I don't think there's as many people having this conversation with people that have. I mean, I mean, morally we're pretty aligned, but we do have different opinions on things. And so we can discuss a variety of uh, of subjects that we don't appear to agree on without degenerating into a problem most of the time, unless I lose my shit. And, and uh, I think that's good. I hope more people are having these kind of conversations. I just want people to talk about things and not accept everything, you know, without question, just because – that's the, the rabbit hole you've gone into, Fox News or MSNBC or whatever. Talk about stuff. Try to understand. Try to look at the back end of things and see what are the motivations that cause these world events to happen. Nothing happening in Ukraine or or the Bombas or Kiev or any of these places that we're hearing about in the
0: Kiev. I'm, I know that I'm disappointed changed. in that too. How many is it, Kiev or Kiev? It's however you want to say it. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, that's right. I've what's, been saying Kiev,
1: like we heard yesterday about a common word that we've yes. been pronouncing two ways for thirty years. um it, Nothing is as nothing in those situations is as it's being portrayed by the Russian side of this, by the Putin and his, by Putin and his government, by the Putin, by Putin and his <laughs> government, and. Um, it just isn't. So, I mean, how you can have a significant number of people that are on the conservative side of politics in, this, politics in this country support commentators that put out this babble about Putin's real intentions and and then somehow, like you mentioned before, try to use it against the Biden administration. I mean, it's just... It's just, I think that there was a time where that just wouldn't have happened. I mean, maybe they're just
0: afraid of losing their conduit to the other, you know, beliefs that they have, you know, they have, they have to support their talking heads at all costs because if they don't, then that means the other things that their talking heads say, you know, aren't true also. Well, I mean, how
1: long, how long the three big ones that we've been talking about go on unbridled? I don't know. Um. Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, and and Laura Ingraham, how long they remain, you know, on Fox News and and reaching the type of audience that they're reaching with the numbers that they're reaching, which is shrinking, not growing. That's a good thing.
0: But yeah, but you know, again, it's more rabidly... They will stay on as long as it's commercially viable to well, do so.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: they they are rapidly, um, those those that viewership base is rapidly loyal to the advertisers that they see while watching these shows. And so that's the sole drive. If and you want that's, to know why that's Fox, how they should stay. If you want to know why Fox news allows this to happen, that's the only reason there's no real, there's no real political conviction in that exactly. organization. Rupert Murdoch is neither a conservative nor liberal. He's just, uh, He's just—he's a, a capitalist, and yeah. that's the
0: way it should be, and that's why the I'm, in, I'm more in, in,
1: bagger than capitalist, but
0: I'm in favor of letting these platforms stay open, letting people have as much time as possible to say anything they want to say, because at some point, if they if they say something you don't agree with, if they cross a line, then that's people's opportunity think, to jump off.
1: I don't think you're in any danger of having any any platform. I mean, there hasn't been one shut down yet, so I don't. I don't you know that the talk is premature about about that because it's never happened in this country. I mean, when you're talking about Western based news media, nobody I mean, an individual like Trump who can't follow the rules of a privately run. Company, I'm OK with that.
0: I'm yeah. OK. I'm OK with that because yeah. it's a private. But, it, you know, it, again, there are discussions yeah, in if this- he
1: doesn't if he if he won't. If he can't operate according to the rules of an existing platform, he's free to take his ten billion dollars that he doesn't really have and start his own company.
0: I'm okay with a Twitter or anybody else saying we don't like your hair. You can't yeah. be on our place. it's our house, our rules. Yeah. I'm okay we with want, all
1: that. We don't want to promote
0: overs, <laughs> Right. <laughs> we want people to age gracefully and naturally. Oh my god. But there are I mean, again, there are you know, legislators in this country who want to break up Facebook and I'm not okay with dismantling corporations because you're afraid that they're not responsibly handling communication. I don't think that's the answer.
1: Um, I don't think that would be the reason. I mean, there's a good chance they get broke up sooner or later, but the reason you just stated won't be the reason. I mean, it'll be It'll be, you know, acting illegally as a monopoly or something like that. The, the,
0: it'll be the Al Capone of uh, takedowns where we'll use the tax loophole to get ultimately what we want.
1: You know what? When, uh, uh, when you're uh, running an organized crime, <laughs> and they get, it's called RICO.
0: Exactly. That's what's
1: going to bring Trump down. They're, eventually, they're going to press RICO charges on his organization, and then we'll see
0: who inside that
1: organization. And again— how old is Trump now? 99?
0: I, no, I think he's like 75, Okay, 6, so something like that.
1: 75, really G, Giuliani. I mean, do do we care if they go to prison? I don't really care. I just want their— No, just, but we
0: can't have Democrats saying we need to have fewer people in prison and then put octogenarians in prison. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> but
1: I, I would love to see the kids, uh, and I'm pretty sure that Eric and— uh, what's the other guy's name? Don Jr.? Yeah. They're probably going to end up there. We can't later. put all the kids in prison. She's they don't not,
0: have they don't have bikinis in prison. She's not going to prison, so
1: the daughter's not. Going. <laughs> That's,
0: we need her to be out. Yeah. The public facing face of Trump.
1: <laughs> she might be out of a job, but um, because I think that we're not that far away from the Trump organization as we know it disappearing. It's a it's a pretty weak house of cards. And it's
0: all it's going to do is rebrand like Facebook. It's going to be Meta Trump,
1: Meta Trump, or
0: something. I don't
1: know, Mega Trump. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we had enough fun today, my yeah, friend. That was a good one. Uh, good to talk to everybody. Hopefully, it was good to be heard.
0: It was good to be heard, good to be seen. Yep. Uh, until next time, Doctor right. Watkins. Thanks.